What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Hope everybody's doing well today. Thank you all so much for tuning here to this awesome, exciting conversation here with the one and only Brian Brown, former NC State starting pitcher for NC State that I'm sure all NC State fans, especially all of our Pac-9 fans, definitely, definitely know. Uh, 2018 ACC Pitcher of the Year, actually. So uh, definitely uh, glad to have you here, Brian, with us. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. No, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure for us. I'm telling you. So, but before we get rolling here real quick, make sure if you haven't already, make sure to please make sure to hit that subscribe button again. This is free to do and to make sure that you don't miss out on, on any of our new content. And also to make sure to hit that like button as well. Help us by doing that. So that way more and more state fans will be able to see our content per the YouTube algorithm. And then also to make sure to give us a follow at Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, but uh, with that being said, Brian, so, uh, you know, one of the things we always love to do and, uh, you know, anybody who's watched, you know, most of our interviews with former players or whatever it is knows, you know, what's coming. But we always like to basically kind of give fans uh, kind of an update on where you are in life, what you're up to these days, uh, you know, where you're at, you know, just kind of give overall, you know, where where's Brian Brown at these days? Well, uh, right now I, I currently live outside of Philadelphia, probably about 10 minutes away from uh, Center City. Um, I'm actually a recruiter at a home remodeling company. I know it doesn't sound too exciting, but, uh, uh, that's my uh, day job. And then I do go back and, uh, help out the, uh, my high school team a little bit. Um, cool. baseball team, obviously. Yeah. And then a uh, couple, couple lessons on the side here and there, just trying to keep busy, kind of stay in baseball. Okay. So, so you are awesome. doing lessons or you're getting lessons? No, no, no. I'm, I'm giving others lessons. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think Brian needs that many lessons himself. No. I uh, I don't think I can. I don't think I can even throw a ball uh, that far anymore. So I can't be doing the lessons. Really? Okay. Well, and because you know, I I guess we'll kind of go ahead and jump right into that because that's definitely something that I know myself, uh, Mike and Michael and I are, are are all curious about. I'm sure our fans as well. So I know, obviously, um, you know, kind of jumping right into it again. So you got drafted in the ninth round by the Boston Red Sox and uh, Plint and uh, when played in the and the minor eight uh, league and uh, played, if I'm, if I'm reading this correctly, started in 11 games, but appeared in 11 games, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh, you were uh, released. So, so kind of what was that experience like? And, uh, you know, kind of what happened there? You know, obviously I think all of us were definitely shocked to, to see you know, the, the career be so short, you know, especially since I'm again, you were, you, you know, not even a year before that, before you released your ACC pitcher of the year, killing it. Yeah, no, I can definitely see how that was kind of, I don't know, my whole situation, not swept under the rug, but on the down low, I guess. Okay. Um, so I played that low A season in um, Lowell in Massachusetts. Um, I had a pretty successful year. Um, I go back and I'm training in the off season. And when I just started to throw again, um, like my shoulder, like it, it just wasn't feeling like I tried to throw, throw, like my shoulder just wasn't right. I could tell. Mm. So... Then I get back, I come to my first spring training and like, I, I, I still couldn't really throw. So like, I was just like rehabbing the whole time down there. Like I didn't, I didn't even play in any games in spring training that year. Wow. Um, and then it comes like, so the guys go from like spring training and then they go off to their teams, but then they also have extended spring training where the guys that, uh, aren't quite going to low like the low A level, but they would go to rookie ball. They stay there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then, when those guys went from extended spring training to the rookie ball, mm-hmm. that's when I got. I ended up getting released because I was hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I guess I would say like 
they didn't have too much invested in me as like the organization itself. So that's probably why I was just easy, like get away. Um, but it definitely sucked, but I mean, it is, I can only control what I control. Mm-hmm. But then after, after I got released, I then ended up getting, I tried to, I tried to rehab like back here. And, um, I actually was talking to the giants a little bit after the fact that they were like thinking about having me fly out, like throw a little bit and see if like they would sign me. Yeah. But I just, I just couldn't, man. I get on the mound and my shoulder was hurting and I, yeah. I ended up getting shoulder surgery. Man. Oh, well, well, so, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of mad that on the, like, if you go on MILB or whatnot, it says I'm released, like, like, just like, cause I suck. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. like not, not, not cause I was hurt. <laughs> right. So that, that kind of like, I mean, not that it makes a huge difference, but yeah, you know I mean, I feel you. Yeah. No, just it, it, it paints a picture, which, you know, maybe to some might take it as that, like, you know, you play love games and oh yeah, he wasn't good enough. So we're just going to drop him. Yeah. So, so, right, so right, I, yeah. I hear you on that for sure. Well, and uh you know so i mean well hold on. A, i'm curious was it, a, was it a, did you tear a muscle or what what was it so i had a torn labrum and my mm-hmm. rotator cuff was oh like yeah labrum. Okay. See, i got i got two anchors in my shoulder and i would not recommend getting shoulder yeah. surgery because this couple months after it stinks man uh, <laughs> yeah i got a friend yeah. a friend of mine at church actually it was a um youth pastor at a church he had a couple shoulder surgeries and uh it took a long recovery for him yeah yeah, the wor- the worst part is a couple months after you're sitting in the chair and like you have to sleep in the chair just with your arm like that, and oh, that's like. God. And you mentioned labor it wasn't specifically a labrum, so yeah, I can I can I have mm-hmm. a firsthand experience of just seeing somebody uh, yeah. go through that. Right. So so was it? Would you say that? I mean, I mean, I'm sure, especially since I mean, baseball has been was your whole life, you know, through through all those years, and so especially to for the professional career all of a sudden to come to an end so quickly, you know, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision by any means per se, but I mean, you know, was there something, especially like with the career you have right now that kind of made it, you know, a little bit easier to say, well, okay, well, you know, you know, it's, it's over, but I mean, now I can kind of jump into maybe more of what I want to work in per se. I say it's more of the fact that I was like, I, I did, after I got surgery, I did try to rehab and I was like, all right, right. I'm going to try, try to come back, try to, try to do it. But I, I just couldn't, I, I like, I, yeah. I can throw, I, I, I probably haven't thrown in maybe like three, four months now. But, um, uh, when I did try to throw, like I could throw like 90, 120, but as I soon, as soon as I try to put something on it, my shoulder still doesn't feel great. Like. Um, I still haven't to this day. Like I might think about it this year if I could do it, play in an adult league. Uh, throw a couple of things here and there, but we'll see how it feels. I wouldn't want to play in that adult league. You can't throw at all right now, really. Is what you're saying? I I could throw, but like uh, it doesn't feel good to sure. And that's why, like, it kind of I mean not push me into push me into working. Like I couldn't do my other job anymore. So I. Well, you do you like your job now? Do you do you enjoy what you're doing? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, obviously, it's not playing baseball. But, <laughs> sure. Yeah, um, I get it. Sure. But yeah, no, and, for sure. That's cool. And did you ever, did you ever, while you were at NC State, consider, I mean, going into coaching? I mean, I know Avent is, I mean, he's he's definitely a guy that if a player says, hey, you know, I want to be a coach, then, I mean, more times than not, if he can, he's going to, you know, bring you on. So, I mean, did, was that ever a consideration for you? Yeah, no, I've, I've thought about it for sure. I've actually coached like, like 13, 14, 15 year olds, right, uh, like school. travel leagues, mm-hmm. but I don't nice. think that's my kind of, my kind of um, speed. I, I'd rather prefer like a college, like yeah. actually like talking one-on-one with like a guy and actually like, I'm not saying you can't help a 13, 14, 15 year old out, but I'm talking like, 
right beyond the game of pitching a little bit like the mental part of the game and all that stuff so mm-hmm. um i definitely thought about it but i mean coaching spots at nc state are few and far mm-hmm. between too mm-hmm. so becoming yeah, a hot commodity to coach okay, well, hey. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well and definitely uh, if coach haven's listening hey just you know just saying mm-hmm. so you, the man said That's it right um so yeah, no, i did see i did see uh brad austin join the squad uh for this upcoming year so that was great for him he did. You're not. Yeah, he did. And so uh, uh, definitely great experience for sure. But want to kind of jump into it because I know we were kind of talking a little bit here about before the recording here. So I definitely want to go ahead and get into it kind of the story. But the pre- preference again from from what uh, I've read and then and then Brian was going to correct me about said, hey, let's wait until the recording <laughs> is that basically so. So your sophomore year of high school, you were committed to Duke. Uh, but then there was a coaching change. And so you had decommitted um, and opened up your recruitment. And then sometime later, NC State offered uh, because you it was known uh, apparently that you wanted to come play down south. And so once NC State offered, you shortly thereafter committed. Um, but so there is an, a correction, a slight cor- correction to that story, Brian. Sure. I mean, definitely <laughs> the 100 percent fact I did want to play in somewhere warm. Yeah. Um, up here it's like 20 degrees today so i hated playing baseball um, up here in high school but um yeah my sophomore year i was committed to duke and then um like you know how you take the sat act all those all those tests yes um so like i scored like fairly average but for duke standards they wanted um a little bit above average and i just couldn't get there so we couldn't we just couldn't meet in the middle there Mm. um don't get like i coach pollard was there when i was there great like don't get me wrong. He's great, dude. I love talking to him. And obviously he's taken Duke to a different level too, as well. So, no kidding. Um, so that's what happened there though. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, and I mean, you know, you kind of talk about coach Pollard too. And I definitely would say that you look at Avent and Pollard and what they've done with the facilities that they have. And it's, I mean, it, it's crazy. Both are impressive. Both of them. Uh, cause I mean, again, I mean, yeah. cause I mean, state fans, I mean, if you don't realize again, I mean, I mean, they play a lot of their games at the Durham Bulls athletic park, but that's technically not necessarily their home field. And the, I mean, right. if you have been to their home right. field, it's, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, probably something maybe above a high school, you know, you know, stadium. It's not, it's, you yeah, know, it's not over absolutely. But I'm pretty sure the fans don't even know the half of it. Just fact on uh, what other, what other teams have their facilities, their player development, oh. and all that other stuff. Well, because I mean, because I know we're going to kind of get into it here, you know, maybe now, but, you know, eventually talking about the Doke uh, renovations, but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, 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 the conversation piece these days is like, you know, how, you know, like Oklahoma state apparently just put in like $30 million into their, into their hmm. renovations and then Mississippi state, you know, is crazy in Arkansas, you know, you saw during the Super Bowl. too. I mean, you know, yeah. these things, places are ridiculous. And then, you know, you, you got even like North Carolina central, for example, who, you know, unfortunately had to stop their baseball program that they were playing at the Durham athletic park, the old uh, Durham Bulls, oh, yeah. So it's uh, it's crazy to see like the the difference between stadiums, you know, in, just in baseball. Uh, it it yeah, kind of speaks a lot to it. But um, so anyway, so then you came to NC State, and obviously, I mean, I think you know, uh, kind of what you ended up getting wise was something I super impressive. Obviously, being on the 2015 AC All All Freshman Team. Uh, you know, on multiple ACC academic teams, uh, in 2018, you're actually a second team All American. 
2018 AC Player of the Year, and actually the first ever, if I'm not mistaken, Scholar ACC Player of the Year, if I'm not mistaken, as well for NC State. So uh, definitely, I mean, a great career, and I, and I, I know we obviously – all state fans will remember how you went out, obviously playing in the regionals against Northeastern in the nine, three, all of a sudden rain game there late um, yeah. in the ninth inning. And you busted through it to try and try, try and get that full game. Um, so uh, I guess we can go and kind of talk a little bit about that, but I mean, um, you know, I think that, cause I was actually at that game and, 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 you know, what was the conversations like between you and the coaching staff, you know, late in that game i mean were were they thinking about pulling you out or were they once you know kind of telling you hey like you know go finish this game you know i don't care if it's raining go finish it you know kind of deal right no i know uh i mean i even said it in a couple of press conferences before but like we needed me to finish it start the whole game basically yeah um because we we needed the depth going into that regional yeah um but it wasn't it wasn't anything between us any abnormal like talking or anything they, they knew i got it and the only thing between me and finishing that game was the rain honestly i love it i love it nice. yeah no, absolutely flatlands dress up insurance group that has your whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout eastern north carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need offering policies for home and auto recreational vehicles commercial crop health life and employee benefits they are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. And I mean, and, and thinking back on your time in NC State too, uh, you know, I, I know there's there's probably many many games. I mean, obviously there's, there's so many games even within the year, but I mean. You know, are are there any specific moments that stand out to you during your time at NC State? Well, I know this is still kind of sore, but 2015 when I pitched at TCU. Yeah, I was going to ask about that one. (laughs) That was the best game I've ever been a part of. Even though, like, I did okay. I think I went five and a third, maybe six and a third, gave up three or four. Mm -hmm. But just the way that game ended, us winning that on that walk-off home run, that was, like, the most special baseball baseball game I've been a part of. And and what about the – I remember that game well, yeah. What about the the final game in that series? The one you know we had the the big lead, oh. and uh, so I know we're, we're bringing up all. I feel like we're bringing up a lot of negative things here, but I, I have to ask about like what's what's the mood like within the team yeah. when you know whatever you do, you just can't get an out. Yeah, no, obviously, like throughout the game, we were on all time high. Yeah, like, we were crushing. We were runs after runs was seven yeah. two eight two, um, and then you can do you could just feel. The dugout tense up, and then uh, the players on the field tense up, and then I mean it's hard to play the game when you're you're not mentally locked in like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was definitely it was definitely tough to see, and it was tough on my part because I know I could because I pitched what two days before yeah. that, and I know I was like there's nothing I could do about it. Like right. I wasn't coming out of the bullpen. I just threw a hundred and some pitches before, so mm-hmm. um, that one definitely that one definitely stung. Coastal definitely stung the next year mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah. Had some had some heartbreaks in my career, that's for sure. <laughs> well, and I feel like coastal though. You got, I mean, you know, it's kind of one of those one of those things that you know they that people say. You know, if you're going to lose, lose to the team that wins it all. And I mean, definitely, yeah. there's no doubt that when you watched coastal how they played in the College World Series, golly, they were good. Like they were a really, really yeah, good team. Sure. And I would honestly say, argue that we gave them the best 
the best fight overall of any team they saw in that postseason, really. I mean, no doubt they I blew mean, through, I think it was a LSU and Super Regional. Yeah. Yeah. Beat them, and beat them, so beat them onto the games. College World Series. Yeah. Same thing yeah, that happened this sure. past year with uh, everybody with uh, yeah. Omaha. Yeah. We'll get into yeah. that. But, but <laughs> one thing which I did want to ask you about, though, is so, you know, in the Coastal Series, you know, obviously the one moment that stands out to me is basically that the, the winner take all game. And you're going into the top of the ninth inning, and basically they load the bases and with with no outs, uh, we're up by one or two, something like that. And and then and then the the umps call the game. I still remember to this day Andrew Crazy. Kisner, who plays for the Cardinals, turning around and cussing out the umpires because <laughs> I mean literally literally by that point there was maybe twenty thirty fans there. And me and my parents, mm-hmm. for some reason, were three of those getting absolutely poured on, <laughs> and uh, and that was that was totally worth it right there. Just to, I mean, I mean, now obviously at the time it was like it was it was right. it was a foul situation, but I mean, so what was kind of the the conversation, you know, you know, a, a, afterwards after that game, you know, heading into obviously what was ended up being decided as we're going to play the net, play the last inning tomorrow i mean that's such an odd situation like you know how do you how do you prepare right. for that situation you know what i mean i mean it, it first of all you couldn't even see straight it was like <laughs> comparable to my last game you the, yeah. i i feel for i think beckman was on the mound like i was throwing the ball with three fingers at one point i can't imagine him even trying to pitch but yeah um I, it's it's tough knowing like you have to lock in for one inning and one inning only and yeah try to win a ball game even though we did have the lead but it's and then build all your adrenaline back up and everything like that. I know it's really tough. And, and I know we were going through deciding who was going to come out of pitch as well. So yeah, uh, I know those guys had were unsure if they were going to come out, if they were going to pitch, stay in the game or whatnot. But yeah, fortunately, we didn't come out on top. That's uh, okay. But, but hey, you know, I mean, definitely, uh, you know, you were definitely in your moments. And there was obviously a lot of good moments as well. You know, heartbreak for sure. But I think that, you know, when you see where this team is now, you know, I think that you can kind of see, you know, this team kind of building off of all of that, you know, because, you know, it kind of, you know, takes a little bit to, as a program to really learn how to win. And, you know, I think you're kind of starting to see that even now these days, you know, hopefully, you know, I think that's definitely a big thing. But, yeah, I, I mean, so so we'll definitely, uh, you know, kind of want to jump in, you know, with Avent, you know, because I think that Avent, and I'll, I'll tell you, Brian, as well, that the only issue which I ever had with Avent was only – that he was he went to the ACC championship game five times and never won an ACC championship game. So it almost became the question of, well, can he ever win it? You know, because I think that's something that all NC State fans and you know all all players and coaches know that NC State fans just won ACC championship. Period. From baseball, men's basketball, or or football. And uh, but I mean, obviously, after this college world series thing, which again we'll get into probably in the second part. You know, okay. All team Avent. Everybody's all team Avent for the rest of the rest of his time. But you know, kind of t- tell me about like uh, your first conversation with Avent. You know, and how that went. So I'll tell I'll tell the story right here. Show what type of guy he is. I love uh, it. It was my senior year going into a little sad story, but it's okay. Senior year going into freshman year, uh, my mom actually had cancer. Mm-hmm. And she ended up passing away my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know Avent. I had like maybe a couple conversations with this with, with him, but he ended up coming to my mom's funeral 
knowing this guy, wow. he didn't even know if I was going to be a good, a good, good pitcher. Good. Well, I could have, I could have transferred the next year for all I knew, but just, that just shows what type of guy um, he is for his players, man. It's, wow. it's really unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a short story, but that is an impactful story right yeah. there to say the least. Absolutely. That's amazing. Absolutely. That was amazing. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, you, you know, definitely I think with Avent, you know, the one thing which uh, I, I think every every player could easily say about him is that he sticks up for his players. And I think that uh, the Coastal Carolina series, the famous spin move, uh, more than <laughs> uh, more than exemplifies sure. that. I mean, golly, because I mean, I mean, Avent was probably two feet shorter than um, than that umpire, but he was still standing on his tippy toes, like, you know, pointing, you know, trying to point in his yeah. chest. It was, oh my gosh, that was. That was epic. So, I mean, uh, are there any other epic event moments which stand out in your mind, you know, during practices, games, whatever it may be? To the top of my mind, that one definitely tops it all because that one comes up on my, like, feed, like, at least once a year, like some baseball posts or something, posts and spin move and doing this. Um, Other than that, man, I mean, of course, when it comes to game time, the guy's just, I mean, He's all about it. Right. I mean, he's a real intense type of guy. I mean, if you're if you're playing good, obviously you like he loves you, man. He loves yeah. you playing good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean that I'm pretty sure that's how most coaches are, but yeah. he's a great dude. Yep. Now, you know, the one thing too, which I I'll, I'll say, uh you know, it, you know, especially about about that is 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 pretty much once that once that once Avon got ejected there. It was pretty much, I mean, a sweep from there. I mean, I mean, you guys pretty much just took it to Coastal from there to 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 force the third game. Um, so I, I mean, you know, I kind of want to ask because definitely my background is dying baseball, but you know, they always talked about it on, um, like you know, maybe like to watch it on MLB games, whatever it is. But when a coach, you know, stands up like that, you know, and gets ejected, I mean, does that? I mean, how big of an impact is that really on a baseball team? I've always kind of wanted to know that. It's just, I mean, you know, in sports, momentum's ginormous. So, right. uh, anytime that happens, it swaps some momentum. Even if it was, even if it was on our side, it gets even greater for us. Or if it was on their side, it comes to our side. I, in my opinion, yeah. So, I think that helped us out. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you all so much again for tuning in. Really appreciate uh, y'all, y'all sticking here with us to kind of again learn a little bit more about Brian's time in NC State and uh, you know his time in the pros and also too, hey, well, Brian NC State and learning a little bit about Co- Coach Avon. So make sure to tune in here with us for part two as we'll kind of start talking a little bit about uh, uh, NC State baseball since since he left and uh, obviously talk about famous Pack thirteen and you know and Doak renovations and all that jazz. So make sure to tune with us for part two. So with that being said, make sure again to hit that subscribe button so that way you don't miss out any any new NC State content. Uh, give us a video like so that way more state fans can see this content and also to give us a like, uh, give us a follow at Tuffy Talk now on Twitter, or Instagram. But thank you all so much. As always, go pack, y'all.